0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Fill in the Frame podcast with Comic Garmin. Today I get to talk with Matt Shapiro about his time in art school, picking up a camera for the first time, his fun times with MASH SF, and ultra running. Hope you enjoy. Matt, how's it going?
1: Good, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Just uh, got back in the studio and... Excited to uh, record another podcast.
1: Nice, hell oh, yeah! Can you can you hear this? Okay, it's just on my phone. Yeah,
0: it sounds great. Okay, sweet.
1: Cool. Yeah. So, um, so how have you been? What have you been up to? Good. Um, I have been down in Flagstaff the last couple of days. Um, I came down here. I'm doing a running race on Saturday. So, and my my girlfriend lives down here. So I've been crashing with her, doing a bit of training bit of shooting and yeah gonna do a long run on on saturday
0: yeah that's awesome you're into uh ultra what ultra races they're called
1: yeah yeah i've been yeah kind of getting into that last last few years um it's been a lot of fun (laughs) yeah it looks pretty nuts and uh i can tell like by
0: you've been doing a lot of work
1: shooting some of those races yeah yeah that's, like, kind of what I've been doing the most of recently. Um, sort of, like, getting back into photo through through that stuff, um, which has been, like, really refreshing and fun. Um, it's, like, kind of a cool marriage of, like, yeah, like, art stuff I used to do, photo stuff, and then now kind of, like, yeah, my passion for, I guess, like, the, the sports side of it, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. I can tell, like, by reading some of the... Um you know some of your lines from your photos saying that like you just almost cry watching these people cross the finish line because they're just doing such a intense race
1: yeah yeah it's like I mean I don't know how much I guess people who listen to the podcast will know about like the ultra like those kinds of races or events but it's like an incredibly emotional (laughs) experience for for like both the spectators and the runners um like as as an athlete, it just like breaks you down so much, um Definitely. especially in like the longer distances, and then for the spectators, it's like watching people i guess like overcome something or like just going through that is like it's fascinating and like kind of hard not to be moved by <laughs> so well, completely
0: yeah like i I've ran a five k before yeah and, uh, that 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 was uh that was tough enough. Um, totally, yeah. But yeah, that's it's just insane. Like I've seen like footage of stuff like that over the years, and I just can't believe people
1: actually do it. It's sorry, say that last part again.
0: Oh, I was just saying I did. I've seen like footage of that kind of stuff over uh, over the last couple of years. How it's gotten more popular, and I just. I just yeah. can't understand, or I not
1: understand, but I just, yeah. Or maybe I can't
0: understand how <laughs> people can do it. It's, it's so insane.
1: Yeah. I think it's one of those things, like, people just kind of find it, and it either, it either like, clicks with you, and you, like, end up needing it, or it's just not for you, <laughs> which is totally no, cool no. as well. But <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely. But do you feel like since you participate in them, does it help you – kind of uh be able to look at it in a different view to like help you
1: express what people are going through through your photography totally yeah and I've been kind of thinking about that a lot as I've been sort of like spectating and and photographing them more um is like yeah just like how like the little things that you find interesting like for me might be different than someone who hasn't necessarily participated in it um it's like and and also like how, how images end up like speaking to people if, if you haven't, you know, been like deep in the pits of, <laughs> of like a hundred mile race, it's like, does that, do those images like translate or not? Um, it's been kind of fun figuring out like, what people gravitate towards, um, yeah, and what and what people just like don't understand.
0: <laughs> well, completely, and I like and I. I've really enjoyed the way you shot them because I feel like I've been doing a lot more like kind of up close and like personal, I feel like. Yeah. Dialed to it. So you really kind of like, cause a lot of times with running, it's like, Oh, that person just went by, you know? And it's just right like where you captured it in a way that it's just like, Oh dude, you're seeing the anguish in the moment of, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, that next step that they took.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I didn't really, I had like a little bit of experience shooting, like I guess action stuff, like through Mash, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, like I hadn't really ever done that. And you know, most of the stuff you end up seeing in, you know, whether it's like through ad campaigns or online or uh, magazines or whatever, it's like you you kind of get like it's more of like the landscape and like the beautiful places that people run in and that that's like tends to be the focus I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's been interesting, like, yeah, trying to just show like a, a different side of, of the sport.
0: Yeah. For sure. And how, uh, how prepared do you feel like you are for this weekend?
1: <laughs> that is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it'll be, I don't know. I don't, I don't really ever go into these races, like trying to win or like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's it's not, like, a competitive thing for me, really, so it's more, I don't know. I feel like physically, I'm not injured, so that's, like, always a plus, and I don't know. It'll be a good time either way, so.
0: I always wonder, like, is there, like, feeding stations, or, like, are there ways for you to, like, refuel during yeah. or is it, do you have to pack things for yourself?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, all the races are different. This one, I think there's like eleven aid stations um so there's like a good amount of um opportunity to get you know water. They usually have like m and m's chips stuff like that um which is like ninety percent the reason I race in the first place <laughs> yeah um and yeah so they they do a really good job of like making sure everything's safe and you have like you know everything you need to like get it done so
0: yeah. Oh man, I can't even imagine it. But uh, you threw <laughs> you you threw mash in there, and I definitely want to get there because I was yeah definitely like I'm I'm 34 years old, and, okay. uh So in 2000, I think it was 2009, 2008, yeah. 2009. I got heavily into the mash. I right on. in yeah. Us, you know, like it was took over everything like I wanted to be exactly like Andy with the freaking <laughs> bullhorn. you know the nitto bullhorns I, I very like, much identify dude. with that <laughs> yeah yeah like I had, a, I had a I had a surly steamroller with deep bees and you know yeah. brook saddle and was like I want and I did mine like fluorescent green because this was pink but like yeah. <laughs> I was just like dude, it was it was what I was all about for a long, yeah. long time and it and it really heavily influenced me into, like, getting into track racing.
1: Because,
0: um, uh-huh. like, I'm from Southern California, and so we have yeah. a couple of velodromes down here, and so it was cool to, like, be able to actually get into racing through something that was, like, having, you know, just, like, a conversion to actually find a track bike to actually, you know, putting on sandex and doing the thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, M.A.S.H., has like such a soft spot in my heart. Like, I think Mike, um, who like basically created all of it has Mm -hmm. done like so much more than people understand. (laughs) And I think like that as like a creative pursuit has like given so many people so much like in terms of opportunity and like just being able to see things in a different way. Um, it's like really unbelievable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was the same thing for me. Like, I, um, yeah, like, grew up watching that stuff as, like, a child, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And and was, like, I didn't really start riding track bikes until a bit later. Um, I was always, like, on BMX bikes and mountain bikes and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I went to school in the Bay Area um, in 2000. Well, I guess I was there in... I did, like, a pre-college art program. So I was there in, like, 2008. Okay. Um, and then... Yeah, and then ended up going back to school there. So I was there in 2010. Um, And, yeah, I was kind of, like, put in touch with those guys, like, through, like, a my, like, group of friends at school who are, like, still some of my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. And they... Yeah, kind of, like... I mean, Kyle, obviously, who, like, raced with MASH, um, was sort of, like, the main impetus, I guess. Um, uh-huh. And he, yeah, I mean, him and I spent, like, a ton of time in school together. And, um, yeah, ended the up just, like... The
0: our, uh, our... He's our national champion, yeah, right? Yeah, the road national yeah, champion. Okay. Which yeah, okay. Yeah, Kyle Murphy. built
1: unbelievable to me, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, um, I've
1: seen so the videos cool.
0: from where they were then. Oh, yeah. You know? And then now it's like, oh, yeah, you're in the pro peloton like you're yeah you know like i mean
1: he's always been like just like it's like watching i don't i don't even know how to compare it but he's been like very clearly different on the bike than than the majority of people Mm -hmm. um so i wasn't like totally surprised but it was so cool to see that happen (laughs) um but, yeah, so, like, kind of through those guys, um, met Mike, started just kind of hanging out at the shop. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, a surreal experience. Like, Mike Mike is, like, the sweetest, most, like, giving and, you know, open person and would just, like, gave me and my friends, like, the time of day and, like, these opportunities to, like, ride bikes. And at that point I was um, – I did, like, a little bit of – photo and video work with him, uh, Mm -hmm. as, like, an internship, um, so, yeah, and it was incredible, (laughs) I mean, that, that experience, like, aside from school taught me so much,
0: like, did, Mm -hmm. did you go to San Francisco, like, did you go to art school for photography, or was it for anything
1: else, um, I did kind of a, a, a weird program, I basically, Basically, the school let me do whatever I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I like I did a lot of sculpture, a lot of um, photo, video, mostly like film stuff, mm-hmm. um, and really that was like my first, my first kind of experience with a camera was there. Um, oh, really? I had been like in art programs through like middle school and high school, um, mm-hmm. but it was always drawing and painting. Um, okay. So that was like kind of how I found art, like going to a, like an art university. Um, but yeah, like fell in love with the camera as soon as I started using it, and I, I think I was also more more in love with like the process, um, mm-hmm. like developing film, <laughs> like printing in a darkroom, all that stuff um, mm-hmm. was like absolutely fascinating to me. Um,
0: was it the Was it the art institute or?
1: No, it's uh, California College of the Arts. Oh, okay. So,
0: yeah, the yeah. I, I have a friend that went and graduated from the art institute.
1: Okay, um, yeah. Um, I had a bunch of friends there as well. Yeah, but I mean, the Bay Area is like an incredible place for the arts. <laughs> like the definitely. community, the history, everything is like, I think it's one of the cooler places in the world. Um, I I still like love it. I wish Mm -hmm. i lived there (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so where did uh where did where did you grow up
1: uh i grew up in new york um really yeah so i was like born in new york city um went to like elementary school a little bit upstate um Mm -hmm. and then moved to portland oregon when i was like 13 um and then yeah went to the bay area for college I've been I've been around a little bit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. That's awesome. Yeah. And then um so then when you got to when you got to San Francisco, that's when you really picked up the camera. And then Yeah. Like when did you other than doing like the internship with um with like MASH and stuff, like what what else kind of progressed your uh career in photography?
1: Yeah, so um I guess it was really like after school, um, I was working with uh, galleries and museums just kind of as like, I don't know, I think just sort of figuring out what I wanted to do in the arts. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, through school, I had done like so many different, like explored so many different mediums that I just, I don't know, I wasn't like, still wasn't completely sure like what I, and maybe I still am not (laughs) totally sure how I fit in, but Uh, you know, like what I really wanted to spend all my time doing. Um, So I spent a lot of time with galleries and museums and just like helping artists with projects and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And kind of through that, I don't even really remember exactly how it happened, but I ended up helping um, this gallery just document like performance stuff one night. Mm -hmm. Um, And up until that point I had, never really used a digital camera <laughs> i had oh, okay like done all the film stuff in school and then yeah like never really learned digital um but was like yeah like how hard could that possibly be <laughs> like mm-hmm. how much different could it possibly be uh so did that and then kind of just became the person that like the art world used for documenting stuff <laughs> um like pretty quickly and pretty like I didn't really try too hard to like get work. It just, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just became like the person that everyone turned to for it. Mm -hmm. Um, which was like a blessing and also just kind of crazy how that whole world works. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how I fell into it. Um, and started, yeah, started doing a lot more video. Um, a lot of photo really just like, yeah, documenting performances. I would document like when a museum would open a show, um, it'd be kind of like the images that they would use for archiving, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, um, I see here that you like uh you did some work with LACMA.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um would you wanna dive into that a little bit? With LACMA? Yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, all that stuff is kind of it's like Yeah. I mean, it's really all the stuff I was doing in the Bay Area with like SF MoMA. And it's Mm -hmm. really just like shooting, shooting installations of shows or of exhibits. Um, Yeah. Whether it's like sculpture or um, painting, whatever the the museum had installed. Yeah. Um, Which is not, I don't know. It was, it was cool work. Um, It's not the most like, I don't know I find like shooting racing a lot more exciting <laughs> um, but Definitely. it's like a very a very different challenge but
0: yeah but yeah how so did it... you how did you get with uh being able to photograph uh Lachlan
1: Morton that I that was like kind of just for fun <laughs> oh really um, I was uh yeah they had a mountain bike race here recently mm-hmm. um went out I didn't even know that he was racing um I just kind of went out to shoot because i was here and yeah it's a cool race so um popped over there and then yeah saw him and was like oh uh yeah and just like ran around with the race and that was a really fun day shooting shooting like mountain bike races like that i kind of i had never really shot a mountain bike race before um Mm -hmm. so it was like oh it'll be similar to trail running you know, as far as having having time between different spots and things like that. And immediately it was like, oh, I have to move a lot faster. <laughs> like, yeah. Logistically, it was, yeah, it was fun though. Definitely. He, it was also interesting being able to photograph him kind of just popping through it. Like some people just, they just like look different in a camera, you know? Like they mm-hmm. just, they just have a presence that's, I don't know, he's one of those people that, like, it was interesting it's just like very yeah i don't know i don't know what the word is but yeah
0: no he's he's always been a, like super interesting and i've always just like loved everything he's done with like rafa and like any just like all these just random things that you just like like to do
1: oh yeah i think i mean i don't know him at all <laughs> Uh, I don't even really know too much about him, but uh, mm-hmm. he seems he seems like a character. Like he seems like yeah. a really interesting, like a genuinely interesting person just off the bike. <laughs> so
0: definitely. But so have you are so with and then going back to the like ultra races and stuff like that. It seems yeah. like you've been like you've been even shooting just kind of or have you been shooting? What am like trying to say? um like products and stuff for that like any
1: like yeah I'm starting to um and that's yeah I guess that's been kind of like my I guess a focus now is like trying to figure out how to make that more of not necessarily a living but like how do I get to spend more of my time doing that yeah. um and yeah a cool I guess a cool way to do that is through, yeah, uh, brands and, like, shooting, yeah, more, like, commercial stuff through that world. Um, So I'm doing a shoot this week um, with a brand uh, 100%. They make, like, sunglasses, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, trying to find some more, more work like that.
0: Definitely. That seems like that. I always thought that that, That kind of stuff is always a lot of fun
1: yeah yeah i'm i mean i don't i don't have a ton of a ton of experience um working with brands like in that um in like a relationship like that so i'm excited to to kind of see how it goes um
0: yeah and build it up and see see where it can take you
1: yeah yeah we'll see
0: (laughs) and then it just kind of seems like so you have a lot of 35 millimeter um like pictures yeah on your website and it's just kind of like it just always seems like the type of groups of friends that you've had have always been let's just say like camera friendly yeah like everyone's just like willing to get their picture taken and that's like it's always that always when people are more comfortable around the person that are taking pictures it leads to better opportunities
1: for sure yeah yeah, and I, I don't know if that's necessarily like an intentional thing, but um, yeah, kind of. That's that's like sort of how I learned to shoot, I guess, like through, through just like watching Mike the way he photographed riders through Mash. Um, mm-hmm. I also worked with uh, Ryan McGinley in New York, who's like a more of like an art photographer, um, and yeah, like the subject it's, it's more of like a personal relationship than, than like an exchange, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I don't know. I'm not like the most extroverted or like comfortable person, like in general in like social settings. So I think that style of shooting has maybe, it's maybe more of just like a necessity. It's like how I have to photograph people is just being comfortable with them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so,
0: oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, just doing this podcast for myself is the most intense thing ever. Yeah, I'm not this type of person.
1: Yeah, but, I can't imagine. But,
0: <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like I get to talk to people that I've looked at their work. Like, seriously, like, I know it might sound weird or whatever, but I've been like <laughs> following you on Instagram through like other accounts for years you know what that's I mean? awesome yeah and that's it super sweet it's it's just because fault like i was so not nah, i wouldn't say i just love match so much and like what they like yeah. brought to the cycling world where it was just like not a bunch of like latex dudes that are just like over like it was just so much fun like i miss yeah like having a freaking basket on some flat bars and being able to just <laughs> yeah. like go and do errands and like not even think about it as like a sport
1: yeah that makes me really
0: happy to hear (laughs) yeah like yeah like I it's definitely like you're one of the you're one of the ones that like I've been doing this podcast for a while but yeah I I had a kid that makes things really tough to kind of get time to be able to do stuff and then just like ups and downs of like trying to get interviews or actually getting interviews like set up and stuff like that
1: and a lot of times
0: it's like like, right now, I don't have that many followers, so it's kind of, like, getting people to want to take their time for a show that is, you know, not that popular.
1: Yeah. I mean, but, um, I think, I mean, yeah, I've also never done anything like this, <laughs> um, but I think it's a it's a super cool platform, first of all. Like, I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think it's an incredible opportunity to be able to, like, yeah, just share like whatever <laughs> share cool like cool stories that like might you know maybe this inspires someone or like help someone you know figure something out or whatever um, well
0: it's like my biggest thing with it is like I want to talk to people that's like you know like I know that you're not like a fully like full-blown like you you love it but you're still kind of creeping into the industry oh yeah you know and yeah. it's just kind of like we all got to start somewhere for sure. And, uh, and so it's just kind of like, it's cool. It's, I like, I've already been digging your story with the fact that like, dude, you didn't even know you liked photography. You just went to <laughs> art school yeah. and like a camera fell in your hands and you just went with it. Like, yeah, because I was the same way, like, uh, but I was in high freshman year of high school. We are in mm-hmm. high school, had a black and, uh, black and white, uh, photo class that yeah. we did negative, um, developing, yeah. Um, I guess I went into it in my first episode because it was a high school buddy uh, that's now the photographer for the Angels. But, um, oh, wow. Yeah, but he, but like, it's just like that's where we met and that's where we, you know, fell in love with photography because it's just, yeah. and it's that, that's the kind of stuff that kind of, I get kind of sad sometimes because that's the stuff that's kind of like bleeding away. But there are still some places that you can get that kind of stuff done.
1: Yeah, totally. And, Uh, Yeah, now that you say that, like, I'm remembering back to, yeah, some of the first days that I spent in the darkroom was with my buddy Graham, who's, like, still one of my best friends, Um, and, like, I think part of me subconsciously, like, every time I'm shooting is, like, kind of thinking about that, like, those times were just incredible, like, so much fun, and, like, sort of created this, like, really cool relationship with this guy who's, like, yeah, one of my best friends, and mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, it was, like, obviously about doing, like, creating the photo work, but it was also, like, forming a friendship and, you know, spending time with people, and um, I think, yeah, maybe that part of it is, like, more meaningful to me than, I don't know, the actual, like, taking pictures part. <laughs> mm-hmm. So.
0: No, definitely it's like in with MASH it seems like you got to do a lot of traveling. Um, totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And traveling like... and like, yeah, I think being able to take photos, I don't have like the greatest memory. <laughs> so part of, part of it too, is being able to look back and actually be able to remember like some of these places that I went and like the people that I spent time with. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a pretty incredible tool for, yeah, being able to just experience different things with different people.
0: What would be, what would be some of your, like, or I know you just talked about memory, but what would be some of your, um, like, best memories of places that you've gotten to go?
1: Uh, Tokyo with MASH. When Mm -hmm. we, um, we made the movie in 2015, um, Mm -hmm. Mike being, like, the incredible person that he is, uh, basically like pitched out the movie and the fact that like we would all go travel with it like around the world to be able to show it mm-hmm. um, and like got the support to actually make that happen, which was incredible. <laughs> um, so we took, it was like me and I don't know, maybe five or six other dudes um, that had like parts in the film um, got to go. I My we we kind of did it in like two groups but my group went to um seoul and then tokyo Mm -hmm. and yeah that trip was insane (laughs) like just i don't know i i had never been to a place like that before um but then also like being there in that context like seeing the amount of support that like anywhere from children to like adults in Tokyo had for us as like athletes and as creatives it was like it was (laughs) mind-blowing I mean the community there is like nothing I've ever experienced before Um, and yeah it was like such a special time so that that was probably like one of the coolest
0: and what 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 better time than to freaking
1: have a camera with you yeah totally i mean yeah if you go to tokyo you have to have a camera <laughs> that's one of those places like every uh it's it's funny i work um work for this artist tom Sachs in new york and he would go to um japan a lot and he came back one time and was like showing us photos from his trip and was like everywhere you look in in Japan is like the next coolest thing you've ever seen. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's so true. (laughs) Anything from like the little covers that they make for um, like their air conditioners, like little pop, just everything. Every little detail is like immaculate and like so interesting. And then the culture too, is like the people are just so sweet and so incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's definitely on my bucket list of uh, places, and places to go. Yeah,
1: and the the cycling, like just the cycling, I don't know, cycling culture there is is like, yeah, like nothing you've ever seen.
0: <laughs> no, definitely. Like to go to a, like a Curran race would be.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if you have like raced on the track, that's mm-hmm. yeah, where it all came from. So. <laughs> yeah, completely yeah back to like with with
0: that with that match uh film that you were in probably i would say like probably one of my favorite parts like (laughs) eddie eddie box
1: yeah eddie
0: yeah his his part at night in the fog yeah i thought that that was dude that got me like so psyched yeah like it was like one of those things because growing up like i was skateboarding you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And so it's like it was one of those things that you popped in the VHS, watched something yeah. for like twenty minutes, and it got you so psyched to just yeah do it yourself. And it was like I remember those times like yeah, I know I was like uh what was that? 2015,
1: like yeah, I was in
0: my mid twenties, but still like it was a point that I'd rather be on a bike than I'd rather rest- than be in a car driving anywhere
1: Yeah, Eddie's part from that movie still like gives me chills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, yeah, I mean, he was young then too, um, but that kid just like rips on a bike and yeah. is like such a fun person. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah um, he's one of those dudes that I still follow to this day. Like, just yeah, he doesn't he'd, post very he, often, but he still he'd does be really
1: he'd be interesting stuff. to talk to on a, on a podcast. I don't know, I don't know how much he like photographs, but like as a designer and a creative, he's he's like, yeah. He's killer.
0: <laughs> well, well, all you guys, man, like, <laughs> like seriously, like you can go down the list of people, like Garrett Chow.
1: Oh, Garrett, yeah. Dylan, Garrett's legendary. Um,
0: I know, Dil- like, dude, he. I know a couple people that used to work at Specialized and something people yeah. do there, and it yeah. was just kind of like, and it's just cool to hear stories from them and like about those people and stuff. And it's oh kinda yeah. Like, I just, you know, there was nothing like. Like, there was a point when I was like training to race Red Hook because I just thought that that was, you know, the coolest thing. And then, yeah. And when everyone started showing up in those like custom (laughs) specialized frames, and it was like, like, okay, this is a whole different level. You know what I mean? Like, that became so intense.
1: Yeah. And like, now that you bring that up, I mean, I think a lot of those people, yeah, who like came through MASH kind of brought brought like a new creativity to the sport that i think is like especially now is like pretty heavily influencing the way that brands are shifting and Mm -hmm. people are riding bikes just in general (laughs) like i think the the amount of influence those dudes had is like yeah will be like written about in books or something
0: (laughs) oh it has to be like garrett yeah garrett when he started designing frames was just like It was just so out of this world that, like, I just, you didn't see it anywhere else.
1: I mean, the crazy thing with Garrett, too, like, I grew up being, like, very obsessed with, like, graffiti and that whole, Mm -hmm. like, graffiti as, like, an art and, um, yeah, I don't know, like, a culture, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. And, like, Garrett used to be, I don't know if you know uh, the London police. They were, like, a big graffiti thing in Amsterdam and... (laughs) I, I guess like globally but um okay yeah he, and that like that was Garrett <laughs> oh, so really? I like grew up looking at his work as like a literal child and mm-hmm. then and then kind of like found him through bikes and didn't put the two together until like later on and okay. was like oh yeah like this person has been influencing me for like a very long time <laughs> that's that's pretty incredible
0: yeah, well, we can go on that. Like, what are what are some more of your influences? Like, it's cool that with photography, it doesn't have to be just photographers. Because most of the time for me, it's like you don't even know people's names. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a lot. There's there's so much stuff out that it really takes like a good photo to make you like stop to say, "Oh, who took that?" You know? And it, yeah, um, so but but I'm not meaning just going on photographers, no. but who are some of those? influences that you've had that kind of got you thinking and got you kind of like looking through the lens a different way
1: um man honestly I think it was probably most mostly through like painting and drawing like looking at or even sculpture like I, I brought up Tom earlier um I was like I was lucky enough to be able to spend some time in the studio working for him but like looking at his work growing up was like I don't know it just it made me think creatively in a different way and i i'm not necessarily looking at photos but i think just just the way i considered composition and light and you know color all these different things um just as like as a creative person influenced mm-hmm. me like I, I very rarely look at photographers work to be honest yeah um but yeah i mean I don't know. I could probably go on and on. Yeah. About, yeah. Different sculptors, drawers, painters, um, people like that, that, and then even, I don't know, like sort of going back to what we were talking about before, like just watching those dudes from like the 2006 film on their butt, like the way that they carried themselves, the way that they, the way that they like curated how their bikes looked, things like that Mm -hmm. are, are super inspiring. And I don't know. They kind of created like, they kind of created like an attitude, which I think is, is like pretty inspirational and probably has more, more weight in my, in like how I take photographs than if I were, you know, if I were to like, look at other photos.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I like the fact of like, even still now, like well, I just like the fact that Match sells stuff that just like the bottles and the stuff that like look like camera reels are, are yeah. I mean, um, like film.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: then like, just like the MASH, like photo spot, like, dude, those things uh-huh. are like gold, you know?
1: It's
0: yeah. Best thing ever. And I even still like my headset on my kind of like flat bar gravel bike that I have is Yeah. It has like the aperture exactly settings or exactly <laughs> with the, yeah. with the, the like a lens you know on the end uh-huh. of, on the cap yeah and it's just uh it just it's shaped so much and it's just like yeah and even like and, oh a funny thing like i just i feel i just read or something and like is that uh yoshi guy like uh-huh. he the one he has like one of the mo- in the 2006 the one of the most memorable like lines i would say like in the whole not or writing lines and the whole thing is when he like gets up and like barely misses
1: yeah yeah the
0: bumper of that car and and I read somewhere that it was just like they filmed with him that one ride that one bit and it still to this day is like one of the most memorable parts of that movie
1: yeah that's that's like sort of um I don't really know what to call it or how to describe it but like that's the thing about Mike as as like a creative and, I don't know, just how he how he like manages that whole project and especially how hes shot. Um, like the majority of the stuff in that film was like one shot. <laughs> like he either he would come up with something that he wanted or the writer would like kind of bring something they would go shoot it one time and that was it. And it was like perfect the first time. <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's like the energy that Mike brings, like just makes you do crazy things on the bike. It was like mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. I mean, we filmed a lot of stuff that, that just hasn't ever been seen, but like a lot of that stuff I would never do on a bike again. <laughs> like yeah, just being with him, like makes you, yeah. Like do, yeah. Do really cool things. Um, and then, yeah, just his ability to, like, I mean, his ability to ride that scooter, like, yeah, the, the, physically, like, how he actually was able to do those things is, like, I don't think anybody else could do that. <laughs> um, so it's, yeah.
0: How did it feel to feel, be picked to like have a part?
1: Oh, I mean, it was like. I don't don't even know how to describe it. (laughs) It's like, yeah, like a dream kind of as a child or like something that I never thought would ever happen. And then all of a sudden you're doing it and you're just like, it's yeah. It it like, didn't feel real. Yeah. And then watch, like watching the film in the theater in San Francisco with like thousands Mm -hmm. of people from the -hmm. city who were like friends and like my, my community was it was mind blowing,
0: yeah, like, yeah, like feel yeah, very
1: lucky, just,
0: <laughs> yeah, like kind of being almost kind of more of an introverted person to be just like it's it's a funny thing because like at the moment of doing it, it's just you on a bike and then a dude following you, you know, yeah, and to, totally to bring it to bring it in a big theater and then just have the people kind of like getting excited around you while watching it,
1: yeah 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 and i it was it was a weird thing too because i'm like i don't know i don't consider myself to be like an inspiring person on the bike at all <laughs> or like i'm not like you know compared to people that i ride bikes with i am not like a talented bike rider by any means um but to see people like get fired up and afterwards be like dude that like just like how much fun you were having that like, got me so excited to go ride it was like exactly it's like still emotional, <laughs> so it's yeah. It's that was I pretty could, special.
0: Well, I could, I seriously could go on forever with MASH. <laughs> Same, you know, like I feel like it. Like even though I'm, I'm so far from it, I still was part of something that I looked at. You know, multiple screensavers on my phone. You know, yeah, like yeah. forever. But um, yeah, but where do you see? where do you see your you know your photography going in
1: the future um honestly right now I said this the other day I went and shot a race and was like just running around and I don't know like shooting runners like got me it like brought a lot of I don't know just a lot of what I love about being creative and about like being outside and being with people like it brought a lot of that good stuff to the surface. And I, I I don't know, I think I want to just do more of that somehow. (laughs) I'm not really sure what that looks like exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool that at least in ultras, like it's, it's a pretty small, super, super accepting, super, uh, supportive community. Um, so I think just, like, the accessibility of the races and, like, the willingness that people have to, like, yeah, just support you and be like, oh, you want to photograph the race? Sure. <laughs> like, we would love to have you. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do, doing more of that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but um, I guess we can... uh Where, where can people, you know, if it's like, I'm going to be, you know, plugging you through the fill in the frame podcast, Instagram, but where, where, where can other people, or people find you?
1: Um, really all I use is Instagram. And then I just put together my website, so it's not completely there yet. (laughs) Um, but yeah, my website, uh, I think it's just Matthew dash Shapiro.com
0: cool well matt i just wanted to say thank you again dude for, thank you uh, that was awesome <laughs> yeah give me the time to you know talk with you and just like be, be able to actually talk with you you know what i mean like you might for sure. think that uh you know like i learned a lot from you and uh being <laughs> able to talk with someone that actually influenced stuff that i've done in my you know in my past has been cool and uh, thanks
1: yeah, that makes me happy to hear. And yeah, uh, we should do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. I'm sure there's that. a lot
1: of stuff we didn't talk about, but. No.
0: That concludes another episode of the Fill in the Frame podcast. Thank you for listening and like, subscribe, and hey, tell a friend. Um, see you back next time.